0: And I've got Goran Lonka in the studio with me. Today we're actually going to talk about um, multiple borrowers. Uh, So Goran, firstly, um, give us a bit of a rundown on this.
1: Multiple borrowing um, situations probably stem from... A different situations. So it could be two different couples or a group of friends buying or two friends buying and whether or not, um, well, not whether or not, but how the bank actually looks at whether or not they can service the loan.
0: Okay, so if we break that down, if let's say two couples, two young couples are going in together to buy a house, they all put their deposits into the mix, they've then got 20%, the bank look at them differently, don't they, as to one big family or... Correct. Uh, Relation.
1: Indeed. It actually all depends on the occupancy of that house. So, for example, um, if uh, all parties were to live in the house, that's fine. If one party was to live outside the home and the other one, that's completely different. And same goes for two friends. So, if two friends were to live in there, that's fine. They can look at the income as a whole. If not, different.
0: Okay, so... Two friends come together, combine deposits, buy a house. Million dollars, they put down 200 grand, they borrow 800,000. Those two friends' incomes are looked individually. Yes. And then each income has to look to be able to service the entire loan if they're living in it. Is that correct? Correct. Right. Yeah. So you can't combine incomes to debt service. No.
1: But, for example, if you have a situation. Well, you think of it this way. Well, in simple terms, husband and wife, completely different. Yes. Completely different. Yes.
0: So, husband and wife is completely different to obviously a, a friendship that's going in with uh, individual incomes. Correct. Yeah. So, this is where a lot of people fall over that they think, oh, well, our combined household's two hundred grand because I'm two friends, I earn hundred, my friend earns a hundred, mm-hmm. but the bank actually looks at it. Well, uh, client A earns a hundred thousand, and that person has to obviously service that entire debt because if client B falls over. Um, they're both liable for the whole. One hundred
1: percent. And what we have seen in the past is where we have clients who want to purchase um, in New Zealand and the ex- expats from London. Yeah. One lives in London, another one in Japan. That's fine. They've got a deposit. They on you know considerable amounts of income. They actually can't service the debt because the bank looks at it. Hmm. Well, if one person lives in Japan, the other one lives in London. They yep. want to buy a rental in Auckland. Yep. They actually have to prove to us that they. they they can service the full mortgage individually.
0: Okay, so what you're saying there is that even if it's classed as a rental, we've got rental income, but these two individuals are living elsewhere and have their own lives and might have their own mortgages or own rent or whatever, and then all of a sudden can't service that debt.
1: Spot on. It's it's a bit unfair, really, because in real life, they may actually be able to service the debt collectively, but from a responsible lending point of view and policy rules from the bank... It doesn't work that way, unfortunately.
0: We've got to remember, too, stress testing of 7.5%, by a bank and an interest rate, um, rental income reduced to 75%, the vacancies, um, scaling of income as well.
1: Absolutely, and it goes without saying that each individual will be looked at from a income and a- assets point of view. So mm. if one person has you know X amount of debt, behind their name and the other one doesn't that doesn't yep. work in their favor whatsoever
0: also too if we've got one person as a joint borrower has a family they've got dependents they've got to take care of they might have child care all this kind of stuff so this all goes into this yeah, equation
1: absolutely so maybe what, five six years ago before responsible lending you can literally chuck in all the liabilities and assets together and all mm-hmm. the incomes and just bang it spits out a you know positive you my but um you know since t- times have changed in terms of responsible lending it's just not the case anymore
0: So, to summarize, then, if two individuals are buying a million dollar home and they put 200 grand combined uh, deposits in, they then have an $800,000 mortgage, client a because they are completely separate has to be able to service the entire debt of 800k as well as that person's own life and personal life, whether they've got kids or family or whatever. And then client B has to do the same thing. So if you're approaching a bank or an advisor, you have to be really aware of this. But like we always say, engage with an expert because this is where it's going to help you around education and also to making a deal work. Correct. Cool, Grant. Anything you want to else uh, you
1: want to add to this? No, that was quite. That was really good,
0: guys. Take real special note of this. We're getting a lot of this um, type of, um, I suppose, clientele lately. Combined borrowing uh, and deposits with young people looking to get into the housing. If you have any questions on this, uh, please let us know.
1: We hope you enjoyed today's episode. For more information on this episode and hundreds more, you can visit us at Beyond the Field Podcast on all social platforms.
0: Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Now it's your turn to take control and build your empire beyond your field.